Hey guys, welcome to the scoop. We're gonna have real locker room talk with real athletes. Okay, I'm Perfect Purvis, and joining me is Jamal Clay of Athletes Forum. And today's guest is gonna be athlete Luke Zaraka. Before we even get started, man, before we get started, let's check out the resume for Luke. Okay, what I want to do is I'm gonna share this here for you. Can you guys see this? It's loading right now. Yeah. Jeez, all right, all right. So let's talk about let's talk about Luke Z from Bentley University. He's played in five different countries, I think, if I'm saying this correctly. He's played in Germany, France, Czech Republic, Italy twice. Has yep. over ten thousand yards passing, over two hundred touchdown passes in the career, four national championships, two different countries, two time. MVP of the championship game, European tournament MVP playing for the national team in Italy, 2014 French elite passing leader, 2016 European championship qualifier, 2016 Czech Republic champion, 2017, 2018, 2019, three-time Italian Super Bowl champion. That's our host today, Luke Zaratka. Am I saying the last name right? I, I might Zaraka, yeah, but you, you're putting the Italian accent flow to it, which is nice, even though it's not the Italian last name, but it's all good. Hey, man, I'm it, just trying it. to make yeah. sure we I'm just trying <laughs> to make sure we get it out there, man. Uh, people yeah. that, that don't know who you are, that was just a little bit, believe me. I could talk for days about this guy. I've seen him play for the last, what is it, seven, eight years now? How many years you had, Luke? Tell me. I've been out here since 2013 when I first came to Germany, and I've been here ever since. So let's do the math, like eight years, eight, nine years, yeah, seven, nine yeah, seasons. eight, nine years. He's been out here, man. The you, you've, game. Been, you've been out here since I left. Just tell y'all a little bit, tell you guys a little bit about me. You know, last time I played 2013 is when I actually played in Finland, and I was like, I'll never play again. Ooh, shit changes, man. Sorry for the language. But, uh, man, let, let's get into it, guys. Let's talk about it. Uh, one topic that we want to talk about today, a huge international issue, you know, COVID-19. We're talking about it today. It's It's been going on for a while. But, Luke, you live in Italy. You lived in Italy when it first, like, broke out, like, internationally. Yep. And in Europe, Italy, it hit really hard. Tell us a little bit about, like, what it was like living in that situation, you know, when the, the pandemic hits and you're in one of those countries where, you know, it was dramatic how quickly it spread. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like, you know, we're preparing for the season as normal. Um, on a Saturday day, there was like, I guess, news hit that there was like maybe like 15 cases like of COVID in Italy. And there was like, you know, People started freaking out a little bit. Um, I actually went down to Venice to go to Carnavale, which is like a, an event every year with my girlfriend. We get there. Um, then like the cases went from like 15 to like 100 like the next day. And then on our way back from Carnavale, like everyone, you know, had like their face, their uh, shirts over their face, like, you know, because this whole virus started breaking out. And um, to be honest, when we got back into Milan, um, we still continue to practice because there was no real updates because it was all new and no one really knew what was going on. So we were preparing for our game and like the Thursday before our first game, they're like, yeah, uh, COVID spreading too much and we're going to have to cancel the, the first game. We're going to postpone it. So that happened for like the first two games. And then all of a sudden, like things just like went from like zero to hundred real quick. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then like the se season got canceled and like, then like, 
I think it was like March 7th, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, I remember being out like, you know, with my teammates, whatever, like hanging out like one night and like the next day, like all of it is in like a national lockdown and like uh, couldn't even leave your house, like only to go to a grocery store or to like the pharmacy or stuff like that. Like it really like was an eye opener to see like what really happened, like how fast it like things turned around and like being able to like, you know, go out and do whatever you want to do. Then now all of a sudden like you're stuck in your house, can't even like leave to do anything. And uh, when you did go to the grocery store, like you would just see like the streets were like vacant. There was like no one in Milan, usually like the city where like there's so much life, like life, people walking around, like there was absolutely no one in the streets. It was, it was crazy to be honest, to be to, to live through it. And then, um, yeah, I've been here basically living through the whole, all the different ways of the pandemic. And um, fortunately now, like uh, things are starting to turn and for the good due to the vaccine and stuff like that. But it was definitely a, a, a wild experience for sure. Yeah. What was like, yeah, what was that first thought or like when did it first exactly hit you? So for example, like over here, like in America, I remember just being at work and they're like, you know, you know, tomorrow, you know, we're all meeting at one spot. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I go to the grocery store and there's like, there's no toilet paper. There's no paper towels. Like this, the shelves are like bare. I'm like, I'm like, oh, like something, yeah. something really happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, what the hell, what the hell is really going on? Like, so like yeah, you, when, when, when did you get that moment? It's like, oh, oh shit, this is real. No, like, like I said, like one night, you know, we were out like with our friends, like, uh, at the Ark in Milan, um, just having a couple of drinks, you know, there was maybe like around a hundred cases in Italy, but like it didn't like really hit you yet. And then like, boom, like the, the, the government was like, all right, national lockdown in Italy, like can't leave your house. Like, you know, <laughs> it's wraps. Yeah. Like you're, I'm not saying like your freedoms are taken away, but like, you know, national lockdown until like further notice. And um, then like, yeah, going to the grocery store. I remember going my, like with my girlfriend, we went to the grocery store like an hour or two before it opened just to get there to wait online outside. And then like, it took like three hours to get into the grocery store. And then obviously when you get in there, like Italians like their pasta. So like there was no pastas on the shelves <laughs> and stuff like, stuff like that. So like toilet paper, hand sanitizer was gone. Like it was real, like it was really uh, an eye-opening experience for me. And like, you know, bring like buying the groceries, coming back home. Like we would like, you know, wipe them down before we put them in the house because like we had like that scare where there was no information about like the virus or like how contagious yeah. it was and how it spread. So like we were just trying to be like really as safe as possible. And like, it was definitely uh, an eye-opening experience, but I would say this all happened around like the first weekend in March, like literally like the week of our first game. Um, we were supposed to play against Florence and lean up to the game. Like we weren't sure if we were going to play. Then also like Thursday, they was like, yeah, all right, postpone these first two weeks. And then like in a two week span, like the cases just jumped up and then it was like, all right, Italy, no more, like no more season this year. So, my question um, with you guys is, you know, I'm all constantly comparing it to Finland where I'm at, where social distancing, that's a part of life. Like, that's just how we live. Um, Italians are very, you know, they they talk, they touch you. They You're very yeah. close um, when they're talking to you. Very animated. Right here, yeah. Yes. So you're, there's a, a lot of this, like, natural human interaction that you guys are having all the time. And then to take that away did you did you feel like the the culture embraced that and was like oh okay we got a social distance let's do this or was it something where people were like yeah but you know i'm gonna do my so, thing you know right 
to be honest like at first it was like um I think it was like a saying like uh, Milano doesn't stop. It was like Milano non ferma mai or something like that. Like for like the first week that it happened, because like they obviously they were like, all right, we still gotta live our lives, whatever. But then like once like the cases like really hit, people like I guess went from like joking about the virus thing, let's say, until like okay, like now we need to like uh, like I stay at home was like the the hashtag like yo resta casa, and um, it went from like literally being able to like live your life normally it's like boom like in your house so like there was no real like there was no real like transition from like okay let's not you know do like the hug or like the whatever like the, like you said italians you know the, the touch and whatever like that like it went from like seeing your friends to like next day like in your house like you can't even go out there was no like real transition it just went from like normal life to like the lockdown life and now like even now so like you know you might give like the elbow or stuff like that like you're not gonna go hugging people because like just for like, you know, the safety of others and like the whole social distance. And as you're talking about, like, and then even like during like uh, grocery shopping, like during the whole thing, like there was people like walking around, like making sure that people were actually socially distancing, like, you know, hey, you're not, you know, two meters, six feet from like the next, you know, guest, like, you know, try and keep your distance and so on and so forth. So I think that now, like, yeah, the culture has embraced the whole social distancing thing. And obviously there's times where like, you know, someone might give you a hug and like, I mean, it is what it is. You're both messed up. Obviously, you still got to try and keep your distance, but sometimes you haven't seen someone for so long. It's kind of hard not to, like, you know, I guess give them that hug. Show that, some emotions, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, hey, like, I haven't yourself. seen you in like six months, but I'll give you an elbow just because, you know, the whole thing is kind of <laughs> like a little, it's a little weird, but yeah. But with the, with football, you know, um, now it's back. A lot of different countries are opening up. Vaccines are out now. We're dating this a little bit, but with vaccines and stuff being out, do you feel like people are kind of trying to get back to that original? You know, like, I feel like um, I'm just talking my personal experience, like before when there wasn't a lot of information out there, a lot of people were, you know, hey, just stay, stay at home, stay separate, do your thing so we can get through it. And now people are kind of getting to the point where, okay, this is, might have to become a part of life. So now we right. have to figure out how we can still be ourselves. You know, a lot of people um, still want to go out to bars, still want to hang out with their friends. Um, my daughter has had two years of no birthday parties because of this. Like in Italy, are you having that same situation where people are a little more reserved towards, you know, outings now? Or is it more of a, well, we're trying to figure out ways to still be social? Uh, I would definitely say that there's still people trying to be social. Like now we're in a red zone. So that means that, you know, I can't leave my region. People can't leave their regions. However, like, bars aren't supposed to be open so like people aren't supposed to be out but you're allowed to be out to exercise so like you'll find people out just because they have the right to be out but like they're not really let's say following like the, the rules where like you know you're out to exercise okay that's one thing but if you're out you know sitting down with a beer with a couple of friends like you're not really following like what the rules are supposed to be and to be honest like the whole vaccine situation here really is not the best like distribution i know like they just recently bought I want to say like uh, 1.5 million like uh, vaccines of, I forget if it's Moderna or Pfizer, but like, I guess they're trying to like, you know, uh, up the um, distribution of like the vaccine now. So hopefully like going forward, like, especially for like the summertime, like, cause even last year, like March, April, May, like things were like shut down. Then like they slowly started to open up. And like in the summertime, they felt like there was no cases, like 
maybe like, you know, 100, 200 cases like in all of Italy. And then they had the second wave like back in September when like our junior team was supposed to play uh, their season. So they shut that down. And like the first, the second wave was worse than the first wave because there's more cases daily. And now I feel like it's back on the downtrend and hopefully with the vaccine, like, you know, the lifestyle can come back to some, like the new normal, I guess you can call it, like where, you know, you're respecting your distance, but you're still able to socialize and like be out and about with your friends and stuff. So do you feel like, like information and obviously the vaccine has been delayed, but do you feel like just everything in general that Italy has done when it comes to the vaccine as a country has been progressively getting better in terms of making you guys aware and getting the vaccines and, and stuff like that? Yeah, I think that like, um, like that originally, I guess the, 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 the distribution wasn't as um, good as like in America or in other places where like, you know, they're like getting it out there as fast, like, yeah. Not as fast as possible, but like, you know, people have the right to go get it if they wanted to go get it, like certain age groups. And they started to implement that, I feel like, a little later here in Italy. But now I feel like that going forward, they're going to try and get it out more and uh, try to, I guess, get on top of like the situation, not let the situation, yeah. get, you know, get the best of us. So. And do you feel like, at least going into like, uh, like now that you guys are like having the season somewhat, do you feel like, from a football perspective, you guys, at least the organization is adjusting well to in terms of like the, the rules of, you know, working around COVID and stuff like that now. Yeah, without a doubt, like every single practice, we got to get our temperatures taken before we like enter even the field. And like, we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to say hi to anyone else or like go give them a, like touch them, whatever, unless we have our temperatures taken to make sure like that we're, you know, under the temperatures of like no fever, whatever like that. Then like, even on the field, like for stretching, like, we keep our distances. Like, to be honest, personally, I wear a mask, like, on the field. Like, if I'm stretching, then, like, obviously, um, during practice, when like, I put my helmet on and stuff like that, like, I have a visor, so I don't like to wear the mask because then I get all fogged up and then I can't see nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, like, uh, kind of productive that, with that. So I just try and, like, um, keep my distance from people. Obviously, uh, as a quarterback, you got to touch the ball every single play. But then, like, I'd literally try to not um, lick my fingers or anything like that until, like, a- like after practice, I'll, you know, put some sanitizer on my hands, wash my hands and like not, you know, touch hard to my break face those until like, Yeah, it really is. It is. But like, uh, you just got to be aware of it. And like, you know, I'll come home and like, first thing I do is I'll wash my hands and like take a shower. So that like, I'm like clean just in case there was anything I got exposed yeah. to anything out there. Yeah. But for sure, like we're definitely taking care of like what we have to do just to ensure that our season will continue to go forward. And, you know, it would be a bummer if like we play, like, you know, first two games, three games, and all of a sudden, like, okay, like, there's an outbreak and, like, one of the teams, and and then they, you know, cancel the whole season. It'll be a shame. Just hearing you talk about, like, what you would have to do as a quarterback to, you know, stay safe, having to deal with that ball and so many different people touching it the whole time, like, it makes me feel icky. I'm just going to say it. It Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm like, dude, I can do that. Like, you're doing a lot, like, to make sure that, you know, like, you take care of yourself. And that that's just, I mean, that's a – it's tremendous on your part, but that's why, you know, I'm going to stay on the sidelines and watch you yeah. far, Luke. Cause yeah, man, to be honest, look. like, I wear a glove, like a glove on my left hand, and, like, my right hand's the only one that's, like, exposed, whatever. But, yeah, like I said, I just try and keep it, like, don't lick my fingers, all right? Don't lick my fingers, like, yeah. even if, you know, <laughs> just try <laughs> to, do, to do something to, like, in case it's slippery, I, I, usually that's just a natural instinct. Just, you know, lick the fingers quick, get a better yeah. grip so you can throw the ball, but. Now with the situation now, it's like, you know, you got to try to avoid that. And like, um, 
even with the game, like the referees aren't going to touch the balls. Like the center's got to bring the ball out to like to where it's got to be placed. Like they're really trying to like make sure everyone's safety is like at an all time high, which is good, but yeah. it's also a little strange and things you got to adapt to. And uh, like I said, given the new football year, it's I'm not saying it's going to be like this forever, like in the years going forward, but like hopefully, you know, with, with like it can go back to like a regular football game and fans can be there yeah. and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, for a game that's that's all contact, and you're asking right. us not to, not to not to touch a ball, not to right. you know share just stuff like that. It makes it a little weird, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. We go through thirty years, twenty years, twenty five years, whatever. Nothing like this has happened. You know, nope. just drop drop of a dime. Where right. The world shuts down. The good down. thing to know is that you know the NFL they played all two hundred fifty six games. So that means somehow it's possible that we can get yeah. to a normalcy with American football. Obviously, every country is different, and you have to figure out the ways to make it happen. But we know it's possible. And that's a good thing is, you know, like, this isn't something that, like, stopped the world. I mean, it, it right. took a pause. I mean, it took a break. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, this is something that we can, we can move on from. Have you checked out Kano's Ready to Wear collection? It's Kano's top-notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team, so you can rep your squad now. That's it for us today on The Scoop, keeping the locker room real, you know, brought Luke Zaraka in today. Appreciate you coming in, man. Just want to tell you personally that um, we love watching you do what you do, man. Your career, I've been watching it pretty much since 2013, since you've been international. And I've enjoyed having these conversations with you and just personally want to let you know that, you know, we wish you the best on the season that you're having, but we also wish you best in your life pursuits. You know, one thing that we're trying to do with the scoop here is let people know that we're more than just athletes. And you're the embodiment of that. You just showed us in, in the conversations we had today you know you've you've become that international not international player the international person and that's great that you're doing that man I'm just glad to have you here talking to us today uh any last words you want to say any shout outs or anything before we get out of here oh I just want to say you know <clears throat> thanks for having me on um you know first episode it's always an honor to be the first guest onto uh a different po uh, podcast and I appreciate you and Jamal having me on here and I uh, appreciate everything that you guys, you know, all the compliments and um, yeah, just uh, for anyone who wants to play football in Europe, I mean, give it a go and, you know, just enjoy every minute because there's only so much time that you can play football and uh, I'll keep playing until that. I feel like that I don't got something to give and <laughs> then I have to move on to the next chapter, you know? So thanks so much. And I appreciate it. Jamal, you got any last words, my man? No, nah, man, just wanted to say, you know, appreciate you having on. I know, you know, we met a couple years and uh, a couple years ago. And, you know, just to see you still out there, you know, still still doing your thing, man, it's, it's exciting. And it's exciting to be on the other side watching. And, you know, we appreciate you. I'm sure it's not going to be the last time we, we talk, we chatted up. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm sure that soon enough I'll be back on the side of you guys too, so. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. Um, thanks for watching the show on YouTube or listening to it on the podcast outlet. You know, there's like 2,500 of those you can listen to it on. Uh, <laughs> be sure to subscribe to Athletes Forum YouTube channel or American Football in Finland's podcast channel to catch the scoop each week in both video and audio format. And you can also follow us on Twitter at the Scoop AF or on Instagram at Athletes Forum or on Facebook at Athletes Forum. Also, don't forget to read the description below where you'll have a chance to win K-Noah Teamwear swag provided by, you know, K-Noah, the best of the best out here. Uh, be sure to follow the, the instructions on the bottom of the screen or read the instructions for the podcast channels. All right? All right, we'll see you next week.